Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Good evening, friends. How's your happiness meter today? On a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being not so happy and 10 being elated, are you a 1 or a 10 or somewhere in the middle? Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. As the holidays are approaching, as Christmas is approaching, I should say, are you feeling festive and excited for the holiday, Hanukkah, the time to look forward to, or some people, I've actually been hearing quite a few people talking about the winter blues a little bit. Has that gotten a hold of you? Well, if it has, I do not want you to feel alone. Because as you know, I'm not a doctor, but I can I can do some good research, and I have found, according to the AmericanFamilyPhysicians.org, there is a seasonal disorder that affects 25, almost 25 percent of the population, and it's called seasonal affective disorder. The acronym for that is coincidentally SAD, S-A-D. But the nickname often you hear it called seasonal depression. The seasonal depression is a type of depression that is related to the changes in the seasons. And it usually starts in late fall or early winter. So we're right on schedule for that right now. And it typically goes away by summer. And surprisingly, I didn't really know this before my research, but sometimes the seasonal depression has an onset in the spring or early summer instead of the winter for some people, a much smaller number of of folks, but it can happen at that change of season as well. So here's some further facts about seasonal depression from my research. It is four times more common in women than in men. Four times, that's significant. Also, it usually doesn't start in people younger than age 20. I'm very curious why that is. I don't know the answer right now, but it does make me curious. Uh, Also, your chance of getting seasonal depression goes down as you get older. I guess it starts at 20, and then as you decades down the road, then the odds of getting it go down. So that's something to look forward to, huh? 
And also, it's more common the farther north you go. Geographically, across our country, the farther north in the United States you travel, the more common it is. So I, I tend to think more cold, more, you know, more sunshine in the south. So, so of course, those are probably factors. The symptoms, are you feeling any of these? Weight gain? See, now that is always an issue. And there's a holiday season, a holiday a month starting Thanksgiving, and there's always tons of great food to eat. Thanksgiving and then the next month is Christmas plus all the little Christmas parties prior to that. We've got New Year's, then we've got New Year's Day, then we've got Valentine's in February, April brings Easter. That that's where I tend to follow the holiday festivities. But if you have an unexplained weight gain, that could be a symptom of seasonal depression. Also, a tendency to oversleep. Another symptom. Difficulty making decisions. Feelings of guilt or hopelessness can take over for no real obvious apparent reason. Or maybe something that you would handle a little differently if you're feeling a little less on the sad side. Fatigue can set in. That can be a symptom as well. Irritability. And how about this one? Increased sensitivity to social rejection. That's a symptom of seasonal depression as well as the last one we'll mention is insomnia. So, you know, in our household here, we try to keep things natural as often as possible. And so I've gathered some simple home remedies that you can use to treat seasonal depression if you feel like you're having any of these symptoms. Of course, if you're feeling something more severe or if your symptoms persist past spring, I should say, or even for weeks at a time, you want to do something a little bit more serious, but as in seeking medical treatment. But these are some great things you can do at home. I think so many of the times we can really make a difference with these simple remedies without the need for prescriptions. Uh, They're great to have if needed, but, uh, you know, these things are simple and have no side effects, so they're worth a try. Or do in addition to whatever else you might want to try medically. So add some warm colors to your environment, your home. Warm colors such as yellow, orange, and red. Of course, you know the cool colors, the cold colors are blue, particularly blue, um, maybe maybe green, kind of neutral. But yellow, orange, and red are warm colors, and they can actually, I can just visualize the brightness in your eyes right now, and it, it can have a mood-lifting effect. Another thing to try at home is essential oils. Now, these are really surging in the marketplace, have been for some time now. Uh, try jasmine because it is an antidepressant and a euphoric. Also, citrus oils, those are great because they stimulate the nervous system. You can get a diffuser, just add a few drops, and it doesn't take much because the the essential oils are super strong. So a few drops of either the jasmine or some kind of citrus oil in the water and 
you know, I have an electric one, and it just puts this little fog out in the air, and and the scent of whatever oil you add to it. So that'll help you. That'll allow you to breathe it. But if you get the food grade essential oils, you can put them right on your skin as well. And it might even be cheaper than perfume, right? Put jasmine or citrus oils right on your skin. If you don't have essential oils, if you want to grab something right away, if you have an orange in your refrigerator, squeeze some orange juice. Put a little on behind your ear, on your wrist. Cut those open, smell them, lay them around. Uh, they they're uplifting. And exercise. It's another thing you can do. Exercise releases the endorphins. It's recommended to have the effect that you should have at least 20 minutes. That's not that much of exercise daily. The ideal time is noon because it gives you that little pick-me-up, I think, about midday. But anytime, I know I, I tend to kind of prefer to exercise first thing in the morning because I probably, because I always feel like it just gets my energy going and sets me off to burn more calories all day. But it just feels like an invigorating way to start the day. But work it in whenever you can. Anytime is good. And, you know, I used to work out a lot. I, in fact, used to teach step aerobics and water aerobics for advanced seniors, all kinds of different skill levels. But yeah, I mean, I don't really think that I like exercising as much as I used to. So if you're starting to feel a little bit like me, then there's a, there's a number of options of things you can do. I'll, I'll share with you what I've been doing lately, and it's just a YouTube video, 10 Minutes Cardio Quickie. And I always tell myself, okay, I can find time to do 10 minutes. And then once I do the 10 minutes, then I can usually add another 10 to do the sit-ups and the weights and that kind of thing. And there you have your 20 minutes. So anything like that, walking outside, uh, my daughters, all three of them, they hit the gym hard and they they work out hard. But if you don't have access to that or not feeling inspired that way, um, just anything, anything makes you happy. You can find some enjoyment doing stationary bike, anything, 20 minutes a day, laughing. Laughing is a great home remedy. You can go to the Comedy Channel on the television. There's constantly somebody on there. Just last night, Kevin Hart. I happened to watch Kevin Hart for quite a while. It made me laugh. He was great. Um, laughter is the best medicine, right? And, of course, light therapy. Great home remedy for seasonal depression. Use fluorescent bulbs if you can, but bright light is great to affect the seasonal depression. Keep all the lights on. But these are physical, I guess you'd say physical remedies, but I want to go much, much further than that. Let's go into our heads because it's the mind. Yes, the mind is the most powerful tool we have. But first I want to break a norm because I think contrary to the image that society presents, there's a lot of pressure to be successful, make more money. But I don't think that making more money or being more successful necessarily makes us more happy. 
I think this is an ideal we are indoctrinated with from such a young age that letting go of it can kind of be like letting go of an old friend. Don't really want to let go of the notion that success is going to bring the happiness. And and you've probably heard at least once in your life something goes wrong. Somebody say to you, success is the best revenge, sweet success, that kind of thing. I cannot deny that success feels pretty darn good. Yes, it does. But the pressure to find happiness on the other side of success is not your friend. The real place happiness is found is in your mind, in your soul, in your outlook, your perspective, your attitude. Happiness comes with or without being a high achiever if your mind is in the right place. I think putting your mind in the right place takes conscious effort. I think it's like a sport. The more that you work out, the better you get something, the stronger your muscles are. And some people have a more natural predisposition to the sport of happiness, but anyone can learn it. And the more we practice it, the more we take conscious steps toward it, the the longer it lasts, the more we feel it. So there's some great research on happiness done by this person named Sean Acor, S-H-A-W-N, and his last name is A-C-H-O-R. And I'm really intrigued by his work. He was a teaching assistant at Harvard. Then he founded GoodThink. And after that, he co-founded the Institute for Applied Positive Research with his wife. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. And there is a TED Talk from Sean Acor, and I've got the link in my show information, and I'll put it out there on all my social media as well because it's really worth the 15 minutes to listen to it. And I'm going to share with you there are his five steps that he has practiced throughout companies that he's worked with and seen very positive results. And many of the things are the same things that we've talked about in this show. So if you want to watch his TED Talk and get more detail, feel free to do that. I'll, like I say, I'll continue to post that link. But here it is. And ACOR lays out these five steps, and you need to do them every day for 21 days in a row. Then you could reset, reset your brain. Because anything you do habitually ends up becoming a habit, right? So first of all, and you're going to laugh because we talk about this one all the time, but write down three things that you are grateful for every day. So get your gratitude journal. Let's do this together. Let's start today. Get just a simple notebook, a notepad, a paper, whatever you have. And probably the ideal time is just before you go to bed because the other benefit of that is that it plants grateful thoughts in your head just before you go to sleep. And that's a good thing to do. can affect your ability to 
to get a good night's sleep. You want to pause the thoughts in your head before you close your eyes. But and plus you've had the whole day to experience then by that time too. So just keep your little notebook there at the bedside and every night at least for the next 21 days I want you to write down three things that you're grateful for every day that's number one the next thing is in your journal to also write down one positive experience that you had that day something that happened something you physically did physically enjoyed um Somebody put a post on Facebook the other day in my feed, and this could be, you know, not to be saying super elaborate, but Kroger's, Kroger's grocery store, they have the best customer service there. The people are so friendly. Uh, what a shout out for them. But she put this post that, and it was early in the morning, she stopped in Kroger's, and every single person said hi and good morning and how are you? Have a great day. Every single associate associate that she encountered. It was just such an outstanding thing that she actually made a post about it and what it made a great start to her day. So that's a positive example of a positive experience that you could write down in your journal. And number three, the next thing we've talked about already is the exercise daily. And here's what ACOR says about it, because it teaches your brain that behavior matters. They're teaching your brain to connect with your body and behavior coordinates the happy activity with the physical expression of it. The fourth thing, and again, these five steps are according to Sean ACOR, is meditation, because it allows your brain to get away from the cultural and media overload. Isn't that the truth? I don't know if you're all a kind of a news junkie like me, but I take in a lot of news in a day, uh, a lot of talk radio, and it can be negative. It can be really negative. Lots of times we just hear the political disputes of the day, the worst crimes, the deaths, the sad losses. So, yeah, that can have an effect. Uh, mainstream news does not show us the YouTube videos of cute kittens and random acts of kindness. <laughs> and these things are proven to actually have a calming effect on mood. And and let's face it, we emulate what we see. And if we're seeing a lot of negative, that's going to tend to play out in how how we are. So, yeah, that's... Uh, Meditation's a good thing, so we can kind of unload that, clear our minds from it, and give it a rest. And the fifth thing, do one random act of kindness every day. It is an instant little boost to your your own self, the theme. Um, I did one the other day, and not not to boast about myself, but there was a friend who had said she was having a bad day, she was a number of days in a row, the lost a loved one in the family, you know, some things breaking down the house, that kind of thing. And uh, my husband and I, we make homemade wine. So I just took a little bottle of it and put it in the little bag set outside her garage to get when she got home. And 
she said it really, truly made her happy, made her, made things so much better, which then made me happy too. So random acts of kindness have immediate benefits. So I'm going to go back over those real quick, the five steps that we're going to do for 21 days in a row, starting today. Get a notebook they can keep using for 21 days, lots of blank pages, and every night write down three things you're grateful for. And also write down one positive experience you had that day. We're going to exercise every day, even if it's only 20 minutes, that's fine. A little bit of something to get the blood moving, release those endorphins, and meditate. Now, if we've not, if you've not meditated before, that can maybe seem a little bit daunting. There's plenty of videos out there, books, that kind of thing, just to find 10 minutes to clear your mind, two minutes even, and it has real healing effect. And the final and fifth step is to do one random act of kindness every day. And we're going to document this. Take notes if you want. Um, You know, you're going to be less inclined to do it if it seems like a bigger job. But it's kind of nice sometimes to write down in your journal what you're experiencing, anything, any progress. But if you don't want to take the time for that, that's fine. At least write down the three things that you're grateful for and your positive experience. Do the random act of kindness, exercise, and meditate every day for 21 days. I've started today, and I hope you'll join me because I think we're going to get some really great results and be really happy that we did. Um, Acor says that his system has proven to increase intelligence, activity, and energy. So, again, I'll invite you to listen to his TED Talk on that subject. And for the complete package, the whole kit and caboodle, right, I think that we... um, we can do a lot of the things I mentioned are home remedies. Even if you don't really think you're feeling seasonal depression, all the things I mentioned, the warm colors, essential oils, laughing, bright fluorescent lights, those things are, are great to do because they do keep you boosted. But I think drinking a lot of water every day is a huge thing too. It's just so important. and And eating right. We hear that all the time, but lots of fruits and vegetables, smaller amount of meat. I think that's what works best, kind of the Mediterranean-style diet. But the better you eat, the better it, the more it affects your overall health. Things like alcohol, sugar, they're actual depressants. They actually will bring your mood down. Maybe not instantly, but over the long, once the initial, once you come off the initial sugar spike or the initial maybe euphoria from alcohol, then it does have the long-term effect as a depressant. So cutting those things out or limiting, limiting them also have a positive effect on mood because all these things make such a difference and it's all part of our workout, our workout to happiness. It's like Sports, our workout. This is our our effort, and what could be more important than our own happiness makes us more successful, more enjoying of the day, more anxious to start the day, and 
Why not? Why not? So let's do this, okay? Because the lens through which we see the world and this 21-day challenge is affecting our, our lens through which we see the world, that that vision, that lens that we look through, it becomes reality. So let's make our reality really great. There's a movie opening tomorrow, and I wonder if this won't be a really uplifting movie to see as well, Collateral Beauty. Have you seen the previews for that? I'm anxious to see it. I think it could have a, a very uplifting message. I haven't seen it yet. It just opens tomorrow. So um, let me know if anyone watches it at what they think. But it just sounds, uh, sounds like it's going to be something really good and, and uplifting about life. So I'm excited about this. I'm excited to really get into it and do it. I'm excited to to feel what's going to happen in my life. I'm really excited to hear about what's going to happen in your life. I want you to try this. And even if you're already thinking as happy as you can be right now, do it and see just how much happier you can be. And and please do share your results with me. I love to hear about it. Um, the, all my social media is in the information below the show, and you can contact me at any of those sites or through newheightseducation.org. And please do share your results as they happen and your experience. This has been Victoria Lyre with another New Heights show on education. So I'll see you back next week, the same time, and every week after that. So join me here. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.